0: In today's show, Bitcoin price next to $100,000 says analyst Capriole. And textbook perfect Bitcoin price move, which I'll be breaking down for you, and quoting Max Kaiser, since Bonnie and Clyde days and going back further to the Wild West, America loves its bank robbers. Bonnie and Clyde, Gordon Gecko, Jamie Diamond, etc. America doesn't consider robbing banks, and banks robbing customers a crime. The SVB caper is just the latest American heroes. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing Silvergate, SVB collapse, definitely good for Bitcoin, according to the Treasurer executive, as well as nearly. $200 million worth of crypto hacked from DeFi platform Yoler finance. Also, U.S. banking system is nursing over $600 billion worth of unrealized losses, warns macro guru, Lynn Alden. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin nowhere near finished ripping his top crypto analyst, Crypto CryptoCalio. I'll be breaking down his $40,000 target for April. We'll also be sharing the latest from billionaire venture capitalists saying that Bitcoin will soon shatter $250,000 per coin. And I'll be sharing his timeline. That's right. He's predicting a 900% increase, and he says, I am almost 100% certain that he will be right. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's Crypto CryptoNewsAlerts. Net. And welcome everyone to today's episode of Crypto News Alerts, podcast episode number 12. 121. As you can see, the market is finally pulling back and correcting. After we, after we ripped majorly in the last 48 hours, we literally rose from like 19,000 to 26,000. And now we're seeing a slight correction, which is pretty typical. And uh yeah, there's lots to discuss. So let's start with today's market watch. As you can see, we're back in the blood red, down 5% for the day, but Bitcoin still holding on at 24.4. At the time of this recording, we have Ether down 6%, trading at around $1,600. And as you can see, all the major cryptos correcting and in the red. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current market cap is under $1.1 trillion, but still above a trillion, $90 billion in volume. In the past 24 hours, Bitcoin dominance on the rise, which is a great indicator for the Bitcoin price. I mean, overall, when there's more adoption to Bitcoin, it's a good thing. And we have the Ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have XDC up about 7% trading at 3.2 cents by Ajax up 1% trading at $0.44 and Uniseded Leo only up 1.5% trading at $3.39 because the bulk of the top 100 cryptos are all correcting and in the red as we could also see here for the past week just massive losses in the overall market. I think the only one I see is three or four or five total in the green with the highest gain of around seven percent and checking out the crypto greed and fear index we're currently rated a 50 dead in the middle which is neutral yesterday was a 56 in greed last week a 50 and last month a 48 which is neutral. So there you have it. And again, welcome to everyone just tuning in. Let's now dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Bitcoin is setting up a classic trading move, which could see it hit $100,000, says Charles Edwards, founder and CEO of investment firm Capriole. He called the Bitcoin price action in 2023, a bump and run, Reversal now having passed twenty six thousand to hit a new nine month high this week. Bitcoin is in the midst of a recovery, rarely seen before, despite cooling under twenty five thousand. Longer time frames are already getting analysts excited for the brutal twenty twenty two bear market. I mean, after that <laughs> brutal market for Edwards, Bitcoin is uh in twenty twenty three has been straight out of the market's tech books. The largest crypto is attempting a fulfill a bump and run reversal pattern. The bottom phase of bump and run is defined by investment resource wealthy education as follows. The bump and run reversal bottom is a bullish reversal pattern that begins with a series of descending peaks. Excessive speculation drives prices down until reaching extreme lows. The price action then reverses direction to the upside and marks the end of the downtrend. And let's actually check out his tweet right here. Textbook perfect. Bitcoin bump and run reversal bottom is back and the target is over $100,000. Send it. Let's fricking go. Accompanying charts describe the bump and run phenomenon, showing Bitcoin in the later stages or latter stages of its trend break, cementing a key resistance and support flip. Nonetheless, Edwards acknowledged that, like any chart pattern, bump and run might fail and should not be used as the basis for trading or investment strategy. For others, sky-high Bitcoin valuations remain a fantasy. Directly above the current spot price lies an area of heavy resistance, which you should be aware of, that the Bitcoin bulls have failed to overcome so far. Key moving averages on the weekly timeframes likewise remain unchallenged quoting uh rec capital here best case scenario for bitcoin is to break the 200 moving average on this current move and he shows that previous rejections had delivered double figure losses is he quoting him here clearly the 200 moving average is weakening as resistance however what if the 200 moving average rejections are declining by 10 percent each time he continued if bitcoin fails to break the 200 moving average could Bitcoin reject by negative 12%? What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. And quoting the high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser, since Bonnie and Clyde days and going back further to the Wild West, America loves its bank robbers, Bonnie and Clyde, Gordon Gecko, and Jamie Dimon, etc. America doesn't consider robbing banks and banks robbing customers a crime. The SVB caper is just the latest American heroes facts. Ain't telling no lies. And now let's dive into our next story of the day. Speaking of banks collapsing, <laughs> check it out. Silvergate and uh Silicon Valley Bank definitely is good for Bitcoin. The crash, uh says uh, tre- uh Trezor exec. The ongoing crisis the U.S. has many positive implications for Bitcoin, according to the executive at the hardware wallet firm Trezor. On March 14th, Bitcoin broke 26 G's, a price level not seen since June of last year, posting the biggest gains thus far for the year. The multi-month high Followed a series of shocking events in the U.S. banking industry, with banks such as Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate, and Signature all shutting down their operations. And according to the Treasurer Bitcoin analyst Joseph Takek, the current sharp rise of Bitcoin price, which is the fastest rise in price thus far this year, appears to be a direct result of the apparent fragility of the banking system. Tech says that the current banking crisis could potentially make Bitcoin emerge as a safe haven and risk off asset. He emphasized Bitcoin was created soon after the world encountered the financial crisis of 2008 and was likely the response of the unfairness of bailouts. That's right. And the current events are a timely reminder of why we need Bitcoin, he said, adding that the current events are not so good for many crypto businesses and assets that are centralized, referring to Circle's USD coin. The analyst stated the current demise of certain banks is definitely good for Bitcoin as such, but not a good environment for custodians of any kind. And once again, we reiterate that one of the safest environments is to self-custody your assets. I'm going to stop right there and just remind everybody, if you currently have your crypto on the exchanges, remove them ASAP and self-custody, because it's the safest way to store Your crypto assets, truly making that a no-brainer. And according to Tech, the recent events of Silvergate and SVB clearly show the counterparty risk in the banking system is a serious problem, though it sometimes is well-hidden. Quoting him again, banks no longer actually hold our money, but it is lent out to buy volatile assets with it. Depositors are, in fact, the bank creditors, understandably. People are looking for alternatives, such as Bitcoin, and I think he makes a fantastic point. Even in the past five or ten years, if I've ever gone to a local bank and said, hey, I need $10,000 of my money, they'd be like, oh, sorry, we don't keep that much in reserves here at the bank because, again, it's fractional reserve banking. So even if you had 100000 in your bank, you can't just show up at the bank and withdraw it. You got to make an appointment, put in a special request, and say, hey, I'd like to withdraw $10,000. And they may say, oh, in two days or maybe later in the day, if you're lucky, you can come pick it up. But that's the nature of banks. They're not keeping enough reserves on hand so when there's an actual bank run, a bank can collapse just like that, regardless if it's FDIC insured. So keep that in mind, fam. Tech suggested that Silvergate's collapse was a direct result of its business relationship with the bankrupt crypto exchange FTX, while SVB's collapse was a result of poor risk management. He went on to say that SVB had a large exposure to long-term treasuries which tanked in price as a result of the abrupt interest rate hikes while the bank failed to have hedges in place. SVB had little connection to the crypto industry and his remarks come amid signature bank board member and former US Congressperson Barney Frank arguing that the latest U.S. banking events are connected to crypto, quoting him here. I think part of what happened was the regulators wanted to send a very strong anti-crypto message, Frank stated, claiming that issues of signature were purely contagion from SVB. What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. And are you trusting your local banks, maybe your regional banks, with your funds? Let me know. I know even my mom called me after we heard about these banks collapsing and said, I don't know where to put my, money. you know, where do I do? I'd say get your money out of the banks. You know what I mean? ASAP. And she's also a Bitcoin hodler just fyi now you know but anyways now let's discuss a massive 200 million dollar new defi hack which just occurred which is pretty alarming check it out a hacker exploited the decentralized finance platform euler finance early monday morning and stole around 200 million worth of crypto according to the blockchain security from slow miss like whoa Euler finance a non-custodial lending protocol built on the ethereum platform acknowledged the hack on monday noting it was working with law enforcement and independent auditors and security firms explain slow miss. The attacker used flash loans to deposit funds and then leveraged them twice to trigger the liquidation logic, donating the funds to the reserve address and conducting a self-liquidation to collect any remaining assets. The blockchain security firm notes that the hacker donated funds to the reserve address without being subjected to a liquidity check, which created a mechanism that could directly trigger soft liquidation. Quitting them here, when the soft liquidation logic was triggered with high leverage, the yield value increase, enabling the liquidator to obtain most of the collateral funds from the liquidator's users account by transferring only a portion of the liabilities to themselves. And given that the value of the collateral funds exceeded the value of the liabilities, the liquidator was able to succeed. Successfully passed their health factor check and withdraw the obtained funds. And according to Look On Chain, Euler lost approximately 96,833 ETH, worth around 166 million at the time, and roughly 34 million worth of the USD PEG stablecoin, DAI, which is a stablecoin on the Ether blockchain. And in its 2023 Crypto Crime report, blockchain data platform chain analysis notes hackers stole a total of $3.8 billion from crypto businesses. Last year, the highest annual total ever, the hackers made off with a vast majority of that total by targeting DeFi protocols. So I can't say be careful enough, especially with decentralized finance, as much as we love it because it doesn't require banks and KYC and all the shenanigans we hate dealing with. At the same time, I would not <laughs> uh, put anything you're willing to lose into these DeFi protocols because hacks can occur Outside of our you know um, you know knowledge, and just happen, you could wake up and all of your funds could be gone, like whoa, like we just witnessed, that is pretty massive, 200 million in total losses, almost hundred thousand Ethereum. So I feel sorry for anyone who had their funds in that protocol, but that's the risk. You know, that you gotta be willing to take if you're gonna be in some of these DeFi protocols. But with that being shared, now let's dive into 600 billion in losses for the banks according to macro guru, Lynn Alden. And it is raining here and I have my window open so it may sound a little rainy. I don't know, but I just hope no lightning destroys my electricity, so please pray. (laughs) Popular macro strategist Lynn Alden is warning investors that the US banking system is sitting on hundreds of billions of dollars worth of unrealized losses in a Fresh installment of the Macro Guru's newsletter. Alden explains how the current banking crisis is different from the one witnessed in 2008 when the U.S. housing and financial market triggered a global recession. And according to Alden, banks today largely invested in U.S. treasuries or bonds between 2020 and 2021. When the government introduced fiscal stimulus and the Fed kept interest rates low, these fixed income securities are generally considered much safer than the subprime mortgages the banks held nearly two decades ago. And while Alden says government bonds are normally risk-free. It held maturity. The macro expert points to the Fed's aggressive interest rate hikes over the past year as the root cause of the current banking crisis. Quitting her here, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates at the quickest absolute pace in decades, a 4.49% move in one year, and the quickest percentage pace of all time, which was from 0.08 to 4.57 in one year, which is a 57x Increase. And according to Alden, the historical surge in interest rates has significantly decreased the value of treasuries held by U.S. banks. Treasuries tend to plummet in value when interest rates are soaring. Older bonds that were bought at the time when interest rates are low now have to compete with new treasuries that are now offering higher yields due to the surging interest rates. And as a result, sellers are left booking losses. Quoting her here, after a year of rapid interest rate increases, the prices of those fixed income securities are now lower than they were when the banks bought them. In other words, If they bought a 10-year treasury note when yields were 1.5% and today they're 4%, then the older treasuries will be discounted in terms of price by about 15 to 20% by any potential buyers. And due to buying so many securities when interest rates were low, they are now heavily discounted if they were to be sold. Banks have a lot of unrealized losses, over $600 billion worth of unrealized losses, in fact – ain 't no joke that's pretty serious, and according to Alden, banks can sit on these losses and get all of their investments back if they hold bonds to maturity. however, the current bank run is forcing institutions to sell these instruments at a heavy discount to meet depositor demand as we all know last week, SVB suffered a run and collapse after it revealed 1.8 billion in losses, largely due to selling u s Bonds that lost much of their value. So there you have it. Now what's interesting is 600 billion is no joke. I mean, the crypto market cap today is under $1.1 says virtually half of the crypto market cap the bank is experiencing in unrealized losses. So again, if there was a major bank run, there is not enough money insured by the FDIC to pay everybody back. That's why they have to create that false confidence that the dollar is good, the banks are well, everyone's money is protected. But if I had money in a bank right now, you already know, fam. I'd move it out, put it in Bitcoin. What other options do you got? And right now, the, the market is still dropping. We're currently trading at twenty four thousand three hundred. And let's continue with our next uh, story of the day, shall we? We'll discuss this forty thousand dollars Bitcoin price target for April, as per uh, Crypto Calio. Here we go. Uh Yeah, synonymous analyst Calio tells his half a million Twitter followers Bitcoin is likely about to run up and test this diagonal resistance at twenty seven thousand. And at that point, he forecasts a temporary retest before Bitcoin surges even higher, looking for this move to continue to send to the upper diagonal resistance of this range near 27,000 before seeing much of a pullback. And we're already witnessing the pullback. So it looks like he was off by a few hundred dollars because I think we hit 26,000, maybe 300 yesterday, but close enough. And looking at that chart, which you can see here with those magnets, uh, Calio forecast the Bitcoin price action will reach about $40,000 in April, which is just a couple of weeks away, more than a 54% increase from its current value. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts and what Bitcoin currently trading at this time at what where are we at uh, roughly let's look at the charts here we're currently at twenty four thousand three hundred interestingly um, enough that would mean uh, yeah I mean. We'll see how it plays out, bottom line. Calios says Bitcoin's price action is similar to mid-February rally when the King Crypto entered the new range highs. Quoting him here, current price action is incredibly reminiscent of the mid-February rally that established the new range highs. And he also warned investors about price volatility related to the morning release of the March 14th CPI data, which is often interpreted as an indicator of whether the Fed will remain hawkish to draw down inflation. Either way, I'd still tread with caution leading into tomorrow's CPI print, expecting price to resolve higher but expecting the typical extreme volatility to happen alongside it. And with the release of the CPI data, which showed signs of cooling inflation, Calio reaffirms his price prediction, quitting him here, straight to resistance with near-range highs. Not too bad, or as I like to say, not so shabby. Calio also, Calio also warns investors that altcoins are unlikely to outperform Bitcoin in 2023, which are already witnessing as the Bitcoin dominance continues to climb and not fall victim to the sunk cost Fallacy, which is a tendency for people to irrationally stick with old investment decisions even after being proven wrong. Quoting him here: Be careful of the sunk coast fallacy, holding on to your alt bags. If you have zero exposure to Bitcoin, the belief that it is only a matter of time before my bags catch up because Bitcoin is so boring will likely leave you underperforming the majority of twenty twenty three. I stand by that as well. If you're not invested into the king crypto and you're only ish coining, you're gambling, no different from a casino, in my humble opinion. But with that. Being shared Now let's dive into our final story of the day before we do some live Q&A, and that is billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper doubling down on that $250,000 price prediction and saying he is almost 100% certain it's going to happen, so let's break this down. Shall we? And shout out to Tim Draper, billionaire venture capitalist. Tim believes Bitcoin is hurtling towards the staggering quarter million Bitcoin price tag and a new exchange with The Observer. Draper says Bitcoin is at the start of a parabolic rally that will see the top crypto asset generate gains of more than 900% in less than two years. In December of 2022, Draper predicted Bitcoin will hit his target in six months following the high profile implosion of the FTX exchange, saying investors will likely seek refuge in high quality and decentralized digital assets such as Bitcoin. Now, even if Bitcoin fails to go on a meteoric ascent by June of this year, Draper still says that the timeline could be extended to the end of the year. As he shares here, I am almost 100% sure I will be right in 18 months. Now, the venture capitalist who made early investments in Coinbase, Hotmail, Skype, Tesla, and Twitter also says that the collapse of FTX last year should be a wake-up call to investors who are looking to accumulate crypto assets that are controlled by a centralized entity, Sage Advice, quoting him here. Centralized crypto like Bitcoin, Tezos, Bitcoin Cash, Aragon, Cardano are way better than centralized crypto. I don't know why anyone is still holding centralized crypto unless it has a specific purpose like XRP or Ethereum. You would think that FTX and FTT, which was their native token, have taught that lesson to Shay. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with his quarter million dollar price prediction for the King Crypto. And by when do you feel this is likely to occur? Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.